0: Welcome back to another episode of Marianne and Wanda. I'm Andy. And I'm Allie. We're back again.
1: How, how have you been since the last recording? Anything new happen? Yeah, I uh, went to my husband's wedding in my grandma's hometown. Well, not yeah, Her hometown. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun because I got to see a whole lot of family that I haven't seen in a really long time, mm-hmm. which was great. We got some, like, family gossip, which is always a good time. <laughs> my little cousin, who in my mind is still approximately 10 years old, is now married and has a wife, which is very odd, of course. He has a whole wife. <laughs> a whole wife. I can't believe it. And how have you been? How's it? I hear it's uh, someone's birthday today.
0: It is. It's little Rosie's one-year-old birthday today. We had her little get together over the weekend with family and a couple close friends and just had burgers and cake and she had a great time. So it was all fun. Then on Sunday we found a kitten. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. We have named him Walter White.
1: And- Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we're talking about episodes four through six of Shits Creek. Um so if you haven't watched it, go watch it real quick. Yeah, episode four is titled Bad Parents. I don't know. What do you think of this one?
0: I liked this one. I mean, I like all of them, but this one seemed very relatable to me, at least when they were were talking about the bad parenting, um, just because it was so opposite of my childhood. Like Alexis and David, they had very little supervision, it seemed. A lot of times their parents didn't know what they were doing or who they were with. And my parents were the total opposite. But my dad also told us recently that he does not know any of our birthdays. He might know his anniversary. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I'm wondering if that is common with any other parents or if it's just my dad has bad memory. But yeah, he was like, I don't know what any of your birthdays are.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, my mom knows my birthday. So (laughs) that's all I'll say about that one
0: was your birthday the one that was used as passwords
1: oh yeah but <laughs> she yes oh man i want to say what her password is but i feel like i shouldn't because what she does is she did it's the, her password is 4516 and it's because i'm the fourth child and i was born in the fifth month on the 16th day oh so yeah So my like
0: the- mom also used to do like klna
1: Yeah, that's her email address has our initials in it. (laughs) That's got to be a generational thing, too. (laughs) I'm guessing so. But yeah, I feel like once you have so many kids that you like can't remember their birthdays or their names, I feel like that's when you you know you have too many kids. So I don't think that counts for your dad because he only has four kids, but I'm thinking like 19 kids and counting. Where the dad consistently never knew the birthdays and, like, didn't know the middle name still of all of his kids. like Yeah,
0: but nobody needs 19 kids either.
1: Yeah, well, I can tell you, he should have stopped whenever he could not remember the birthdays.
0: Well, also, Moira and John only have two
1: kids. Yeah, it's not that hard kids. to
0: remember two birthdays and two middle names. And didn't they not even give David a middle name?
1: Uh, man, I don't even know. We do hear Alexis's middle name in a later season, so I won't say what it is. But I did look that up. That is some trivia, is that we do learn it later. Um, in I was show. wondering
0: yeah, I was wondering if they ever did announce it somewhere. It's in an episode later. Okay. I don't remember. So it's well, a good thing that I'm rewatching it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, You're- I felt like her her parents or that both of their parents were um very hands-off and like oh we'll just let the nannies deal with them or you know help raise them my parents like I made in our notes that the only reason I got a cell phone was because I was going to a different school than where my mom worked (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah I also only got a phone so that I could call my mom and it was in like the eighth grade like the second half yeah (laughs) but my mom also was pretty hands-off like as long as we told her where we were going and with whom she pretty much trusted us Mm -hmm. so I guess if I really wanted to lie and say that I was doing something else I probably could have but
0: yeah I feel like once I got a car I had a little more freedom of I'm going here with these people at this time and I'll be back by this time. Yeah. It was always like call when you get or text when you get there, text when you're leaving and Yeah. And and that but yeah, it seems like Moira and Johnny would have never even known that Alexis was in another country and like <laughs>
1: all that kind of stuff. Which is very ridiculous. You should know if your kid is outside of the country. <laughs> That's so extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then David tries to sell his clothes in this small town to try and recuperate his costs, and he's like trying to sell like a four hundred fifty dollars shirt, which is utterly ridiculous.
0: Well, yeah, but that was dumb of his part of thinking that. I mean, he can tell by the people he sees around town and what they wear that they're probably not going to be spending four hundred fifty dollars on a shirt. So yeah, he even walk in there and think he was going to get that kind of money for secondhand clothes like what was he thinking
1: (laughs) yeah honestly he should have known I
0: have known people though who go to like the Goodwills and like Franklin um, or higher income areas and they'll look for stuff at Goodwill that's popular name brands or stuff that they a little more high end and resell Mm -hmm. it on Poshmark and I know people who make pretty good money doing that
1: Really? Is that their full-time job or just their side gig?
0: It's a side it's a side thing, but like if you go to and they would they would time it so that like they would go to Goodwill on like the first Saturday of every month because either it was something like that was the day that they would put out like newly stocked items or that was the day that everything was like 50% off or something like that where they would get them like either super super cheap or they would get first pick of all the new stuff. And just go through racks and racks and racks of, you know, anything with a a really well-known name brand, pull Mm -hmm. it out, buy it, resell it on Poshmark for, I don't know, $20 more than what you bought it for, or maybe more than that. And it was pretty good side money.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it.
0: Maybe if you have a Goodwill around, you should try it out.
1: (laughs) Try a Goodwill. There's Goodwill's everywhere, Andy. (laughs)
0: Well, not on the island.
1: No, but there's one Immobile. There's several Immobile.
0: They actually closed the Goodwill in Lebanon. We don't have oh, one. Oh, really? Of-
1: yeah, that's where Planet Fitness is now. Why did they do that? What happened?
0: Don't know. Huh. I don't know why they closed that one. Hmm. Suspicious. Anyway, yeah, David trying to sell his clothes at the thrift store was pretty hilarious. Yeah.
1: He's a and damp. then
0: getting offended, like I'll just keep them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's offended whenever Stevie says that his clothes and his style is weird. He like doesn't asking- understand. She says they're funky. Funky, that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Say, what I, funky clothes? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care. Dress however you want. I mean, I guess I would never pay $800 or something like that, but. No.
0: Do whatever think, you want.
1: Like, when I think of
0: weird or funky clothes, I think about what you see people wear to, like, Coachella or Bonnaroo or other music festivals that are, uh, like, purposely supposed to be wacky yeah Uh, that's what I think of as weird clothes but me personally I it's probably 95% of the time I'm wearing black leggings and a plain (laughs) t-shirt and and that's just I dress for comfort all the time now and now that I'm working from home I don't really have to go that many places I mean I still like you know go to the grocery store go pick up Rosie whatever but like I don't care if I'm wearing leggings and a t-shirt going to those places
1: (laughs) yeah that's true that's true
0: Yeah, so I definitely dress for comfort. I
1: think I dress however I just feel like dressing that day. And sometimes I'm worried that it's a little odd. Like today I wore a shirt that I bought off of from an Instagram account that I'm like one of seven active followers on. And (laughs) I, I bought one for me and for my friend and I just like wore that and a sweater today to go TA my class. And it's uh just like a funky Halloween shirt. And I don't know, sometimes I'm worried that my clothes are just too weird. And then I think about it, and I'm like, oh, what does it even matter at this yeah, point?
0: Nobody, nobody's even going to remember that shirt.
1: Yeah, and if they do, they're, they're going to think it's cool. Like my um Murder, She Wrote shirt that yeah. has Angela Lansbury on it, and it says, I killed them, I killed them all. And it's my absolute favorite shirt, but very few people actually get it i wouldn't get it <laughs> yeah i uh, wore well, out around was that- london because i thought that my chances were higher because she's from england and oh. one person did say that she really really liked it and that made my whole day but it was only the one person so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny
0: well anything else for episode four that sticks yeah. out
1: not that i remember
0: yeah those were the highlights yeah so episode uh, five is the cabin, and the big part about this episode is that Moira and John use Roland's getaway cabin just for a
1: little... A little alone time.
0: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say for a little getaway, but I already said getaway cabin.
1: <laughs> just a little it's alone like... time away from their kids so they can, you know, have yeah. some time together after, you know, all of this <laughs> chaos that's been their lives.
0: Yeah, some downtime. What I thought was hilarious was when Roland was giving Johnny the directions, and Johnny doesn't write down anything. And Roland's mm-hmm. directions are like left at the tree and right at the fork, and just past that fence, and like stuff like that. Where and like you can tell on Johnny's face that he's not following, but he still doesn't ask any anything else after that, and he doesn't write anything down. Yeah. And so when they end up at the wrong place, like. It kind of serves them right but <laughs> i don't know i thought it was funny the way roland was giving directions
1: yeah well to be fair i mean he was saying it so fast who could have written that down or remembered it yeah but yeah he's a fool for thinking anyone would be able to follow those yeah. But johnny is also a fool because he like doesn't find the key under a mat anywhere or anywhere on the porch and so his next plan is to break into the cabin instead of calling Roland or going back to him to ask him because it's not where he said it was
0: yeah but it's also that he's like well Roland's probably too dumb to remember where he put the
1: key <laughs> I guess that's true but also like why break in
0: yeah I know it didn't seem like it was that far away from Schitt's Creek so they probably weren't that far away no precisely You said that they didn't have a house number or anything on, on the house to distinguish that it was the right cabin that they were at and yeah. and then to have like pictures of Bob and Glenn and and stuff like that in the house it's like they were missing all the
1: signs that there was
0: something going on here yeah <laughs> or that exactly they were,
1: like, like you should notice something at some point in time Johnny like more about it. get it together
0: yeah but that part did remind me of one summer I lived off campus during college and The house that I stayed at did not have a house number. Mm -hmm. And it was actually so far out in the country that there was no mailbox, no house number. There weren't even locks on the doors. And I didn't even have a house key. It should have been a red flag that I found it through Craigslist. (laughs) Andy! (laughs) You could have been murdered! (laughs) I know. I could have been. And nobody would have known because it was so far out in the country that nobody even knew the house was there. So yeah so they broke into roland's house but it wasn't actually roland's house it was bob and glenn's um cabin and yeah wow
1: yeah i don't know that's i still think that's just ridiculous how could that have (laughs) been their plan right (laughs) i hate that I actually really liked Jocelyn and Roland's interactions in this episode because, for some reason, it really got me thinking that they probably have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. They but, are
0: definitely, like, both quirky and weird in their own ways, so they, they are a good match.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they clearly love each other, and they're, like, communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was very impressed. I think that, based on the limited interactions that we've seen, they've probably got a pretty good relationship they definitely know how to keep the spark going
0: (laughs) yeah well and they've been married for a long time because mutt is like 30 or so and he's their son i'm assuming they've been married as long as he's been alive yeah i think they
1: yeah and i think that they were pretty young too like maybe at the end of high school um whenever they had him does
0: that sound right to you yeah i think so maybe we don't know that part yet but i think that's
1: probably true Yeah, I think that's true. I think we find that out in a later episode, and I think I know when. I also, the, like, one fun trivia about this episode that I found was that in real life, the age difference between the son and I think the mom, so I think um, Mutt and Jocelyn is only like five years in real life. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, like, really funny that he's playing her son.
0: Yeah, he does he does seem a little old to be playing
1: that, or he looks a little old to be playing that character. Yeah. And the age difference is small enough that the whole Rose family thought that they were having an affair and not that she was his mom.
0: Yeah. I thought that was funny that Alexis was spying a little bit and he found out he lives in a barn and like all this other stuff. And and then thought that he was having an affair with the mayor's wife and then turns Mm -hmm. out, no, that's his
1: mom. (laughs) Yeah. Ridiculous yeah speaking of Alexis Alexis and David are the other half of this duo and they spend the whole episode throwing a party
0: yeah so while Moira and John go to have some quiet time Alexis and David throw a party (laughs) and David wants it to be like a really quiet game night with like a small number of people and Alexis just keeps saying like and if it turns into something else that's just what it'll be and he's like but it's not gonna turn into something else (laughs)
1: To be fair, I think she approached him with the idea of a game night and then he, with the sort of plan of like sneaking in all these other people. So yeah, he started off fine. But also he's so funny because he yeah, he's just like so dedicated to the concept of having a good game night that set up the correct way. And the whole time, all I could think was, oh, my God, I am David. And they're making fun of him right now.
0: <laughs> I know. He was like, write 10 names on the papers. And
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: who was it? What was the guy's name that Stevie brought? And he, I don't know who to write down and
1: <laughs> or yeah. something
0: like that. And David is like, well, if I told you, then we couldn't play the game
1: right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't was...
1: remember his name, though. No.
0: I don't either. Um, but I also feel like I can be David during competitive games Mm because I like to win and I like everyone to actively participate so like whenever we're at my grandparents house for Christmas or whatever we usually play Scattergories and that was that was one of my favorite games growing up because everybody can play so it's more fun with the more people you have like some people would only play like two or three rounds and they would not be very like dedicated to it but I was in my head like no everybody's gonna play all 12 rounds and we're all gonna be invested in it so I would always get mad if somebody would only like only pay attention half the time yeah yeah but then I also remembered that our friend Gunner growing up always reminded me never to play Monopoly with you because you were too competitive (laughs) what I'm insulted (laughs) I vividly remember that.
1: (laughs) I am a delight to play Monopoly with.
0: (laughs) And I don't think we've ever played it since he told me not to play it with
1: you. Well, uh, we definitely played it like once at my house with all of us in the friend group. And uh, I think that was like probably the only time we ever did it.
0: Yeah. Also, do you remember um, when we took that big trip to Isle of Palms and we all played bingo that one night for like, king-size candy bars, and I won, like, 11 out of the 12 times. What? And I don't, maybe you don't remember this, but I remember it, and I don't know if it was because not everyone was fully invested in playing, or if I was just really lucky, or if I'm <laughs> really good at bingo, but I won, like, all but one of the candy bars, oh and everybody says <laughs> everybody was like oh my gosh you won again are you serious (laughs)
1: did you share with us or did you eat them all
0: (laughs) yeah i shared with everybody that we had a room with you and me and grace and hannah and probably gunner yeah whoever was in our room i just had the entire bag full of like a
1: huge amount of candy bars (laughs) because
0: i won every time
1: (laughs) no i have no memory of that i don't even really remember playing bingo there
0: yeah, I don't know why we played that, but there was a bunch of us that played and I was super competitive about it.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> think that was probably Darla's idea. I think she really liked Bingo. Probably. <laughs> and that yeah, sounds like It has way.
0: to be follow like you have to follow the rules of game night. Otherwise it just gets too willy nilly.
1: Yeah. And there can't be too many people because then you're like really limited on what games you can play. Yeah. I'm with David on Hashtag- this one. Hashtag yeah. Team David.
0: But yeah, they were and then they were playing drunk charades, and he had to get back in there to help Stevie's team win.
1: <laughs> yeah, Stevie came in and was like, We just need someone sober, just give us two good rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like the whole time she
0: didn't really care about game night, she just wanted this, like, Who are all these people? and she's like, I don't know, I met them on
1: the way home. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I, hate it.
0: I thought that was a fun episode, too. Mm-hmm. Last one is episode six, Wine and Roses, Mm -hmm. and Moira is asked to shoot a commercial for a local winery that makes fruit wines, and it's funny that you said you would absolutely hate all of those wines.
1: (laughs) Yes, I would not like a single one. I like a nice dry red wine and occasionally a cold fruity white wine, both ends of the spectrum, and that's it. And mostly it's just red wine. I buy it at Costco.
0: I don't know if I've even had something that's
1: considered like a fruit wine. Mm. Is that just like dessert wine? No, like Aldi sells blueberry wine that's really popular with my friends right now. That hmm. uh, it's like it's like a sweeter wine that tastes like tastes like a fruit. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: oh, is it is it like Arbor Mist? Uh, I don't know. I've never had Arbor Mist. Arbor but Mist, but
1: that's what like- you liked in college, isn't it?
0: yeah arbor mist is like barely wine it's like spiked fruit juice so it's mostly carbonated and really fruity with just like a hint of alcohol yes i would think
1: something like that
0: okay i liked those but i also liked them because they're like three dollars (laughs) and they're really tasty but they're not like if you're like wanting to have a nice glass of wine with dinner arbor mist is not what you
1: want (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think I would like anything in this episode. Yeah. But at the same time, if I really like an actor and actress, I would probably buy their wine. Like, I bought Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila, and that was actually pretty tasty. Would recommend. And so, um, was he? is he just, like, the, the face
0: of it, or did he have anything to do with, like, the creation of the
1: tequila? Yeah, it's his company. Hmm. He's very passionate about tequila. He drinks it every Sunday night for his cheat night. Um, and often many other nights but it's definitely every Sunday uh, it's pretty good and so like if I were a big fan of Moira's like I would probably buy that wine if she started selling it mm-hmm. which I guess is the whole idea that the winery is trying
0: to get behind like oh we're gonna have this famous tv star advertise our wine and make a lot of money and so and Moira also was like this is what can help us financially like get back on our feet and I, I liked that John the whole time she was shooting was trying to be really supportive, like what can I get you? Do you need a snack? And mm-hmm. like really to be the the good role model and supportive husband that you hope to see in a partner and the way he was supporting her dreams and goals and career was very nice, I thought. But I also yeah. thought it was hilarious that she could not pronounce Herb Ertlinger the more <laughs> <girl> she got.
1: <laughs> It's a hard name. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I also like that she thought that this was going to be like her big comeback and it's a a local TV commercial.
0: <laughs> yeah so she like starts to have a mental breakdown in her trailer like I can't do it I don't know what to do and Johnny's very supportive and tells her that you know he's the she's the best actress he knows and you know she can do it and and all that so i really liked that he's supportive of her career
1: yeah same but he also just seems like they they seem like they also have a really nice and healthy relationship so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so other than moira and her advertising (laughs) david has a panic attack and he has to go to the quote town doctor (laughs) yeah who is the vet (laughs) But but I thought it was funny that both his and Alexis' initial reaction to panic attacks is that they both said panic attacks aren't real. Like, that was something that, I can't remember what they said exactly, but it was something that celebrities use to, like, get off the hook or something like that. I can't remember what the phrase was exactly. But that they both had, like, the same reaction.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it makes sense. They're from the same parents. I feel like you get a lot of your attitude about that from your upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely it's something else. just really love that they, this is how we meet um, and mm-hmm. he's like such an important character later, but for the initial part, it's just David had a panic attack and couldn't didn't think that that's what it was. He thought it was like a heart attack or whatever. <laughs>
0: I forget what was happening that he thought he was having a panic attack. Was it just that he was overwhelmed of being in a new place and not getting out? You know, I don't know. I can't remember. But he's like, his his resting heart rate was going up, and
1: <laughs> he had to have the curtains closed. Yes, he needs his quiet time. Yeah, it's funny. And that's why he goes to the yoga class, right? Because he needs to figure out a way to stress, uh, to relieve his stress. And he so goes to yeah, the partner yoga class.
0: Yeah, Ted... The vet recommends that he do some things to de stress. So, Mm -hmm. Alexis is the one who was invited to the yoga class of Twyla and Mutt, but she doesn't want to go by herself. And so she drags David, and David's like, okay, well, I guess maybe this could help me relax. So, I guess I'll go. They don't end up being partners. And that plan kind of backfired on Alexis.
1: But you asked if
0: if I had ever done a partner yoga class. I took a yoga class in college that was. It might have been half of a semester or maybe it was a whole semester. I remember like one of those classes that's only like one credit worth. Oh, so it was a
1: real class, not like a class.
0: Yeah, it was a real class like for college credit because we had to take a certain number of athletic classes. Uh, I took that one and there were certain poses we did that you had a partner for, but it wasn't like you had a partner and did everything with that partner for the whole class
1: okay interesting yeah Yeah. I've done yoga before but never um never partner yoga like that so I was just wondering if it was actually relaxing actually speaking of yoga do you remember our yoga VHS tapes from when we were kids (laughs) yeah with Rodney Yee with Rodney (laughs) Yee I loved those things
0: I forgot you had those too (laughs) yeah those were
1: amazing
0: I wonder how many other... Maybe that was a common thing for people to have back in the 90s or early 2000s in their house. Did you also have the kickboxing videos?
1: No, we never <laughs> did
0: those. Kickboxing with Billy Banks?
1: No, just Rodney Yee.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yoga with Rodney Yee. Yeah, we had a couple
1: of those videos. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> on- I love those. Maybe I'll dig those back up, see if my mom still has them.
0: <laughs> I bet they're on YouTube.
1: You know, I bet they are, but I feel like the full experience is best on VHS.
0: On VHS, yeah. <laughs> and then rewinding it at the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the good old days.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much the highlights of episode six, too. So another good three episodes. I liked all three of them. And
1: it, is, it should be noted that now it is officially on Hulu. Unfortunately, I can't share my password with all of you, so you'll have to <laughs> find your own way to watch it
0: (laughs) no longer on you on uh netflix not youtube no hulu what do you think of the three episodes which one do you think was your favorite
1: i think probably i think the cabin the cabin yeah episode five
0: i think i like the wine and roses episode six
1: best okay interesting yep
0: I really, I really like the advertising scenes um, at the winery. I thought those were especially funny. Okay. So, how many
1: bottles out of five would you give it? Oh, Oh,
0: (laughs) I'm going to say four out of five fruit wines.
1: Wow. That's high. Mm -hmm. I liked that one. (laughs) I think I'd give episode uh, five like a four and a half out of five. Mm hmm. Four and a half cabins. Yeah, yeah. the good good episodes would recommend.
0: Yep. So we'll probably do another one of these pretty soon in the future. Not next week, but in a couple weeks. So if you if you like watching these, watch the next three sometime soon, and yep. we'll probably do another episode on them.
1: Yeah, and I think that we might only have a couple more in this season. That's so. what I
0: was about to say. I don't know how many are in season one, um, but we'll probably do like
1: three or so episodes at a time. So. Oh, actually, okay. There's thirteen episodes, so what's probably going to happen is that we'll do three, two, two.
0: Okay, yeah, that works
1: because we have seven more, and we don't want to do four at a time. That feels like too many.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like this series. I'm glad we're doing this one again. Yeah. For, well, watching it again for us.
1: Yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm excited.
0: So also, if um. If you haven't listened to it yet, I finally (laughs) posted the All Good People Here episode. It took me a little Mm -hmm. long to get the editing done with um, everything we had going on over the weekend, but that one's available to listen to. And then Al's remind everyone what our next book is. It's called Heart of Junk by
1: Luke Getz. Um... Thanks for joining us on this episode of Marianne and Wanda. We would love to hear your feedback and if you have any books or topics for us to review.
0: You can reach us at Marianne and Wanda Podcast on Instagram, or send us an email at Marianne and at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.